This is an Area Code podcast. You're listening to Table of Malcontents, where Aaron Armstrong, Dave Schrader, and Scarlett Hildebeidel talk about the books they love and a few they really don't to help you be a better reader. Hey everybody, welcome to today's episode of Table of Malcontents. I'm Aaron, and with me as always are Scarlett and Dave. Guys, it is Friday. We're all a little punchy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been a week. It has but it's week. a good day, because it's hasn't, Friday. Hasn't it always been a week, though, because... We usually record on Fridays, and we were just talking about the fact that we're a little, I am a said punch drunk happy. I know I just said that now, but you know, we're, we're kind of slappy happy. I don't yeah. know yes. what that means. That's kind of happy. Is it? Okay. Slappy I think happy. So. I mean, you never know what's going to come out of Dave's mouth, and, and that makes it entertaining for us all. Um, okay. And hopefully it will make, make our guest today have a really great Friday, too, um, because we Woo! have on the show... Tara Lee Cobble. Yes. Tara Lee, it's so great to have you. We, we had to, just listeners, just, you know, we had to have like a few minutes of a, of a talk to more or less apologize to Tara Lee <laughs> in advance. Whatever you're about to hear, we're sorry. We're, we're just sorry. We're, we're sorry. Um, we're so honored to have you on the podcast, but we're just sorry. Or sorry as our Canadian <laughs> other co-host. Uh- has, has anyone noticed that the only person who has not apologized today is the Canadian? Mm. Am Making I growing str- as a person? Tara Lee, do you do you apologize? Are you one of those that's sorry a lot or I don't know? I'm just, sorry, just the right amount. Mm. Oh, good, good answer. Wow. Good answer. That's really good. Yeah. I'm sure most everyone in my life would disagree. That's good. Well, that's <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that is could just be like to see your faces as you're talking because usually I just get to hear your voices. So it's nice to like be in the mix with you. This makes me happy. I'm so excited and honored you're on this podcast. My friends are going to freak out because they all love and listen to your podcast. So thanks, friends. They're going to be excited. Yeah, totally. So when I, uh, you know, when I was talking with Jason Jones, your publicist and, and friend of mine, I was like, okay, I, I think I sent, I sent it over to Scarlett and Aaron and, and Scarlett got super excited right away. Not that I didn't, by the way, it was more like, fan. okay, how does this, uh, yeah, I just was more like, how does this fit? You know, we're going to talk about this. And, uh, and yes, yeah, Scarlett was super, super, you were slappy, happy. Excited. I was happy, happy. I'm such a fan of what you're doing. I think it's awesome. And I love it. And my friends love it. So mm. thank you. That makes me so happy. Well, why don't we just dig right in since you're saying like you're a fan of what, what, what you're doing. All right. So, all right, Tara Lee, you got to give us kind of a typically I give like the intro, but like, tell us, I know we're talking about your book today, which is going to be really fun. So I do want to save that, but tell us just a lot about the podcast and everything you else have been doing in ministry. Go ahead. Yeah. So as you guys know, starting a podcast is super easy and it's just, everything goes smoothly. Um, hundred <laughs> percent. So no problems. Easy peasy. Um, no, I, I lead a ministry called D group, which stands for discipleship group. We've been around about 11 years. And, uh, one of the things that I would continue to impress upon people every year was, Hey, like you can read through the whole Bible in a year in 12 minutes a day, let's do this. And we had people who'd been in D group who love the Lord, who's showing up every week, who are leading G groups, who, you know, we're doing every study and memorizing, you know, we memorized the book of James, but they still have read through the whole Bible. And so I realized there's a big barrier for some people. It's not like you can't take it in like you can, you know, 
Harry Potter or whatever, whatever just that rolls smoothly for people. I've never read Harry Potter, by the way. Forgive me. Um, I haven't either. Trust me. I know I'm a terrible person, just like you right there. We're all terrible people. It's going to be okay. It's going to be I'm great. I'm fine. <laughs> so, Aaron is never apologizing again. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> so I, uh, I realized that one of the barriers for me was that I didn't understand what I was reading or why it was important. And so I had a friend who, the first time I read through scripture, answered my questions as I went. It was a pastor friend of mine who said, call me when you hit a spot you don't understand. I'll unpack it for you. So I thought, what if I could be that for these other people who love the Lord, love the word, but who close their Bible and go, what did I just read? Why is that important? Why the genealogies? All, all those things. Why did God do this? Is God being mean? Um, and so I decided I wanted to do a little daily podcast that corresponds to the one-year Bible reading so that they can get their questions answered right away. So what I did was I you know, compiled, I took all of my 10 years of notes and built them into a script that's about an eight-minute podcast a day. So you do 12 minutes of reading, eight minutes of podcast, and you get your question answered. We look for God in scripture. We're not looking for a to-do list or an application point. That was very important to me. And um, just, it's been my favorite thing I've ever done. So we decided to turn it into a book for people who don't like voice. Okay. I love that. Uh, I'm going to go back to your podcast for one second. I noticed how uh, you've spent like a decade leading up to doing this as opposed to us coming up with a short outline as best as we can for every one of our podcasts, like you've been spending decades. All right, take that back. You, Dave, come up with an outline. Aaron does everything else, and I pretty much don't contribute to this well, podcast at all. No, no, no. We've already destroyed the outline as of already five, ten minutes into this one. And, so, I, and I thought um, we we had been over this, that you bring class to the podcast. Oh. Well, yeah. that's right. Sorry, I bring class. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. So not only does Scarlett bring all the class to the podcast, but she also brings a lot of the disappearance because her Wi-Fi is terrible in the country. Yeah. And so, Terry, just so you know, I, I have uh, I have done the same thing to the team before. Um, she's not going to hear the end of this. Let's put it that way. But this is country living. This is why she's living her best life now, which means, you know, no uh, no reception. I have another author of mine who uh, lives in the country as well. And we were trying to do Zoom and she like texted me. She's like, can we do phone? That's about the only thing that's going to work right now. <laughs> so fair enough. That's okay. Um, all right. So Terry, I've got to ask you since you've built up so much. So what I love is that it's not like overnight you decide to do this thing. You've been over, like you've been listening to the Lord. You certainly have been developing this in terms of uh, the, the, the D group scenario Tell me, tell me, what do you do with that person in your discipleship group who shows up and says, hey, let's read a book? <laughs> what do you tell that person in, in, in the fun way? Well, part of my question would be what book? Because if it's a book we can all do as a study, maybe you want to consider it for all of D group. D group is we're on multiple continents in a couple of different languages. And so mm -hmm. we have to consider a lot of cultural factors when we choose a study for D group. But we have had D group people who have started book clubs with the same people in D group. They just love to hang out together all the time, I guess. So love to read the Bible, books about the Lord and yeah. other well. No, I, I, that sounds very um, useful and diplomatic. All this, I, 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 no, no, I love that. No, 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 it's good. That, that's what I'm. That's what I'm looking for. That's very encouraging. Uh, 
because I, I approached a friend. Well, I, there was a friend who, of mine who was not, you know, he's not doing a community group right now. And I kind of offered like, hey, we just get together just you know we can read a book of the bible we can just do a study that way we can invite a couple other guys whatever just i, I knew it'd be helpful to him because he wasn't that plugged in and and um and he comes back with let's read mere christianity <laughs> and i'm like okay i mean that's not i mean i i love mere christianity i would love to do a uh discussion about but not not the book of the bible though so but <laughs> my, my point is like there's a few people and aaron knows there's some people uh, that we have worked with that feel very strongly there is a Bible study group and then there is a book group and they have to be very different for each other, right? So I just I uh, affirm just, this. They wouldn't be able to read mere Christianity in a Bible study group. Is that is that what the, the that, that's it, yes. Okay. Yes, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. We, we can do, reference that. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, I would say since we are, we are a sort of we're a Bible study group in that we study the Bible, um, we have daily Bible reading that corresponds to any study that we do. So we build out a Bible reading plan to if we were reading mere Christianity, we would have daily Bible reading to correspond to what C.S. Lewis is talking about in those chapters. Yes. So we use that book as a conduit to drive them into the scriptures. Um, so, you know, from time to time right now, we're doing a Bible study on the book of Revelation. But our next study is a book that we're doing um, that uh, will point us to scripture. Yeah. But it's a it's a book study kind of, I guess. Yeah. Combined. All right. So tell us a little bit about the podcast, the Bible Recap podcast. Tell us about kind of how you wanted to start that. What is it what you thought it would end up becoming, I guess, you know, I'm always curious, like some people have a really clear vision for what the podcast should be some experiment a little bit, and then they settle in a format. What, how was that for you? Yeah, I had, a, I did have a very clear vision for what I wanted it to be. And it did end up being that. It was a lot more work than I thought to get there though, you guys. I mean, it is just, I thought it would take me an hour a day. I thought, we're going to do a podcast every day. It'll be eight minutes. I've already done all the research on these books. Mm -hmm. No, I had not. Yeah, <laughs> so sure. Reading to do, um, so it ended up on from my end of things being very different than I envisioned for my life and my research and my writing and my recording. But as far as the end product, um, it very much is what we hoped. But just uh, more, I thought maybe three hundred people would listen. I did not expect a lot of people to listen. Mm, I love that. Sorry for that siren. I live in no. the city. I have the opposite problem of Scarlet. <laughs> no, no, no. no. This, this, is, this has become the most like meta podcast ever right now. So with uh, Scarlet jumping in and out, but Scarlet looks like she's back too. We got sirens. Back. We got everything. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Well, uh, well sort of uh, back. Sort of back. Yeah. Sort of she's, back. she's kind of back. Yeah, we're trying to get all the way back, but hey, we, didn't know, we, we didn't know if you were like wrestling chickens or something like that. I did. I had to take a break to wrestle some chickens. And then I thought, you know what? I better get back to the pod. Did you yeah. win? Always. <laughs> Excellent. Has, uh, has Puffy the rabbit started uh, wrestling chickens yet? She, no, she just hangs out and eats celery out of our hands. It's very mm. cute. I mean, you have out like, yeah, totally. She has outfits for her rabbit. Just like I, I don't have outfits. My daughter has outfits for her rabbit. <laughs> Yes, this is not like you dressing your cats, Dave. No, it's different. Terry, real quick, do you have any animals? 
I don't. Okay, I don't okay. Know a lot of allergy. Okay, no, no, it's okay. But, it's okay. But um, I have a very large fiddle leaf fig tree. Yeah. Uh, Ooh. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Like, oh man, that thing has a mind of its own. Look at that thing. It's like uh, 11 feet tall. Wow. Okay, all right. Wow. I know. That's my, that's what I nurture and. But are you going to dress that tree up uh, <laughs> <laughs> with, uh, for Christmas maybe? I did hang Christmas lights on it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. You're one awesome. of us. I have like okay. a or anything, plants so. and everything yeah. else. <laughs> I'm feeling very alone in this podcast. Yeah, guys. Aaron doesn't dress anything up. Sorry, that's okay. All right, My all kids right. dress themselves, and you know, oh, gosh, unbelievable. All right, all right. So, Terry, back back to the podcast for a second. All right. So, as you established a rhythm and an audience, tell us about that experience, just in terms of kind of as you're learning, as you're going. You had low expectations. You said, I mean, it could just been a few people listening, but like, what kind of feedback were you getting? Tell us a little bit more about that. Well, I, you know, we launched on January 1st, 2019, and I woke up that day to 300 messages. <laughs> so I was like, wow. okay, people are listening. All, all right. Um, wow. Uh, it was in, it was out of the gate. I, it was, I'm like, okay, we're doing this and we're moving at a faster clip than I thought. And the thing that surprised me was um, how much reading I had to do. I mean, I would sit at my, I, these glasses are just blue light glasses. They're not actual like eyeglasses. Um, but I bought these because I was having to do so much research online. I was spending 15, 16 hours a day at my computer for 16 months, basically. And um, so much reading, so much. And I, most of it was not um, pleasure type read. It wasn't like, oh, I get to read this book I'm looking forward to reading. But it was stuff I was I was loving. I, I was learning a lot, you know? And uh, that was just one of the kind of unexpected perks of it was I got to just consume all these other things. And um, I would be reading commentaries at my dining room table. And then if I went on a walk, I had audiobooks in my ears. And just, I'm an auditory learner. So that's a, a better way for me anyway. Sure, sure. So when you've read, uh, like, have you one of those, have you listened to the Bible all the way through as well as read it? Are you one of those? Okay. okay. Yep. Because I do it simultaneously. Listen while I read with my eyes. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys, do you guys think, I mean, I'm, I wish I could pull all your listeners right now. And maybe this is a conversation you've had, but I haven't heard it. I've talked about it. I haven't heard it. Um, do you guys think auditory reading is lesser reading? If somebody says they listened to a book, do you think, nah, that's do you look down on me? <laughs> no. no way. We've no. had this conversation. No, we do not. We can It totally counts. We have had um, guests wrongly attempt to ju- to to say that they don't count um, or don't don't count the same way, and then we have shamed them. Yeah. <laughs> we we people people. We mildly respect their opinion and no, we, we don't refu- respect their we, opinion. No, we mildly do, and then we refute them. We set their way straight. That's biblical. Okay. Mm. We just say, We hear you. You haven't everyone deserves an opinion, but you're just wrong. And right. so it's okay. <laughs> My favorite um, conversations always start, and here's why you're wrong. So um, <laughs> It well, always goes well too. We, we we've talked about this too. I'm I'm glad you brought that up because I actually think this is a really good application for Bible reading because, well, it's there's such story element to the Bible too. Um, but um, 
my 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 youngest daughter has no problem reading. We talk about our our kids a lot in terms of reading because it tells us a lot about ourselves too, and, and adults and our issues with reading. My youngest one has no problem. I don't need to convince her to read. She's no problem. My elder one struggles because it is just harder for her. But we discovered in the process she's an auto she she's an auditory learner. She needs to be looking at the book and listening to it at the same time. Mm. And that's how it's soaking in. And the one thing I haven't done well enough as a parent is get her looking at the Bible in that same way too. Because we're also used to in the past, right? Somebody would have a Bible, they would read it out loud and you would have a group that would listen, right? I mean, she, I've, I also know from a personal level, I just had to remind myself, whenever I'm reading an epistle or a Psalm and you read it out loud, it almost is twice as powerful or it's soaking up with you or really, really hitting that hard element. And it's not that reading doesn't, it's just, you have to explore all those areas to figure out, okay, how is, how's the spirit speaking, right? How are, how are you learning best? And um, so we're in short, we're big audio learners and we mm -hmm. love, you know, that, that you encourage that. How about that? Yeah. You know, I mean, you, you kind of nodded to this with the epistles and the Psalms. That's how those were intended to be received. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that was the original intent was for it to be, you know, gather the church and read this aloud or gather the church and sing this aloud. Yeah. And so um, I think it really does hit a note with people when those are communicated with the voice. I just recently learned that I was in a, a Sunday school class and the guy who was teaching it said that, that in the early, the earliest churches, that's how people were consuming the Bible. And that was so helpful to me because I definitely... I wasn't like looked down on people who listen to audiobooks, but I felt personally like I wasn't quote studying the Bible quote good enough if I wasn't like opening my big thick study Bible and making notes and having this whole set time. So I would listen to it, but then I'd be like, oh, that doesn't count. So that was really, really helpful to me to learn that like, oh, no, no, it totally, totally counts and yeah. I should do both. I catch different things depending if I'm listening with my ears or reading with my eyes. I learn totally different. Like I, I can listen to it with my ears, learn one thing, read it with my eyes and catch something I totally missed. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons I like to do both. I like to listen to it first, read it second. And then if I have time, do both simultaneously. Mm -hmm. Terry, do you think too, the, uh, you know, with variety of publishers, you know, Crossway, Holman, uh, Nelson and so on, they, you know, they've got those readers Bibles now, which it's, it's, it's like, it's this new thing. It's how the Bible was. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, but there's this like push towards simplicity or an original intent, you know, in terms of how you should absorb this without every other bit of clutter that we add to our Bibles for good reference purposes, of course. But, um, but do, do you think like there's kind of just a lot of a movement that way people kind of want to simplify things a little bit? You know, I, first of all, I love this question and I love, I love that those exist because it does help us get back to the original way that it was read. And I mean, we have enough clutter in our world, but the, and the verses and the references that all helps us. But I had a conversation not long ago with, with one of the men who worked on one of those books for one of those publishers he was talking, he had this whole thesis down as to why, when those verses, verse numbers were dropped in hundreds of years ago, it changed everything in a way that we'll never get back. Like that's when people started portioning out scripture for these bite-sized mm. that make them feel good. And yep. then, you know, they start to treat it like a pharmacy. We're like, Oh, let me pull this off the shelf because I need this to make myself feel better today. And I need wow. this to help do this thing. And 
we started fractioning out scripture in a way that God never intended and that isn't good for our hearts. There's a really massive problem among Christians, which is biblical illiteracy. So we don't know what the Bible says, we don't know how to read it, and we don't read it. Is it overstating to say that that problem arguably originates from that choice? I think that problem originates in part from that choice. But I think also just the selfishness of our hearts. Um, we want things to be about us. And that's probably an enlightenment problem, um, maybe a Western culture problem. But we want to look at scripture as our to-do list, as how to get what we want from God. We treat it like it is a, a, a how-to-live manual as opposed to a who-to-know book. Mm. Wow. And yeah. so I think it, our own selfishness, even if those verse numbers weren't dropped in there, we would still struggle with the Bible. Yeah. We would, we've got the law in our bones. We want to know, tell me <laughs> what so I can get it right, so you can give me what I want. All right. So I'm, I'm going to kind of play this alongside with how we read books. And so, so terribly, so, you know, Aaron reads way, he doesn't, he doesn't read way too many books. He just reads a lot more books compared to Scarlett and me. And any humans. Aaron, you're an idiot five, right? Uh, I mean, apparently. You yes. Care about it, you care about it, but you are, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. So, I mean, <laughs> Enneagram fives, that's what they do. They, they read too much. And that's one of the, I mean, some of my favorite people are Enneagram fives. So mm -hmm. uh, you're in good company, but yeah. Mm -hmm. well, thank you. Continue. Sorry. I, I wasn't trying to like backslap Aaron with this. No, because I actually feel the same tension. I just can't read nearly as much as Aaron can, but but I do like accomplishing things. I do like keeping track of things. And that's why we talk about, you know, tracking books on Goodreads and stuff like that. But there are times I've looked back at the year. I'm like, I barely remember reading that book because I breezed <laughs> through it. I didn't, ex I didn't experience it. I'm giving my air quotes. I, I didn't do what probably the book intended to be done in my heart, if that's what it was. And that could, it could be a basic fiction book of no, no spiritual importance. Just it could be a nonfiction history book. It could be whatever. But I've realized that in society, we rush through so many things. That's how we make mistakes in anything. And I tell you, in reading, I do because I read so fast. And um, we talked about this in a few episodes ago, but like, I took my time reading through East of Eden, partly because it was 600 pages, um, partly because I said, I'm only going to read this when I'm not rushed. And when I have a, like peaceful time, it's not going to be on the road. I'm not going to bring it in the car. It's going to be in the same place, the same seat more or less. And I'm just going to read it probably the way it was intended. How about that? And, um, but it was that much more of a better experience because of that and, uh, and memorable and all but I can't say that way for every book. So, um, so there we go. Book reading and Bible reading, same issues. <laughs> no, kidding. no kidding. I, that was convicted as you were saying that I listened to a book. I'm, I'm writing a Bible study right now as well. And so I'm diving into all the books on that topic. And I read a book at three X audio three X. Oh, wow. wow. That is, that is amazing. So chipmunk speed. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I will say the reader felt extra slow, but um, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. 3X. So I, I, I'm convicted wow. by that. That's but a, you no, got it done. <laughs> I did. I mean, I mean, have you, see, have you guys ever attempted that? I'm looking at Aaron and Scarlett. The, the fastest that? I've ever gone is about two and a half times. 
and uh and it all it just depends on who the narrator is so um i mean honestly i really don't like i generally actually don't like putting it up um like speaking it up at all part but it but with most audiobook performers they're reading so slowly (laughs) and And it's just brutal (laughs) i listen to most podcasts i even i listen to my own podcast every day because i you know still learn from it that i've learned and forgot that i learned um (laughs) and i listen to myself on one and a half and i listen to most podcasts on one and a half some at two yeah i'm one and a half that's my general speed for the listeners here the reason why these uh these readers are slow is because they need to pronunciate things very carefully and so they're coached to do that and so they don't mumble the words like i do all day long i would be the (laughs) i I would be the worst yeah in in terms of that so a a lot of people think they can read audiobooks but you need to be so precise in language and it feels awkward to slow yourself down but it's important because you're right and then when you speed up the audio, you're right. Then suddenly the person sounds actually very clear. I, I have an audiobook mm-hmm. where I felt like 1.5 was like the way I would have a conversation with this person. I mean, it, so it just <laughs> felt like the right speed. Um, yeah. It wasn't overwhelming to me. Can I so, tell you a story about that? About sure. the reading? Um, so I have the podcast that then got turned into a book. So the book would be like distilled, refined, most polished version of the podcast content. And um, they're doing an audio version of the book. I had to audition for that part. Oh, wow. I did not get it. (laughs) No way. Wow. Wow. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure how to. Wow. (laughs) I mean. It's hard, like removing yourself from it, because like this is your passion, and you know how to emphasize words uh, and so on. But really, okay. (laughs) I mean, there are some. I mean, here you—you first of all, you host a podcast, so you're clearly comfortable talking in this medium. So it's not like you're someone who's doing it for the first. There are some people who should not read their own audiobooks, and and. Fair enough. If Barnabas were on, he would say even harsher things than I would. Um, but um, there's only but one Barnabas, though. So there's only, there's only one Barnabas, exactly. No, but I mean, uh, the fact that it was the popularity of the podcast that led to the book, and now right. So, but again, I will say I'm glad they made the call they made because it's hard to do that. It's hard to record. Yes. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, is. it is as well. Um, I'm sure in the spirit you can think, okay, what's the best experience that they want to create? And fair enough. That's a, that's all right. Gosh, I'm still like hung up on three times speed. That is amazing. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, that's going to take me a while. Well, that totally you, derailed Dave. It was, it was Francis Chan. So you know how slow Francis yeah. Chan. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, so, mm-hmm. helped you a little bit. You could probably think of it as two X and anyone else. Yeah. You know, right. <laughs> right. Except Barnabas yeah. there. So. Yeah, exactly. All right. So, uh, totally, since since we we like keep track of things, do you ever use Goodreads or any way to track books that you read? It's okay if you don't. We're, I we're, don't we're... I, most of my tracking, honestly, is done in Audible since that's where I get yeah. books. I'm yeah. always bummed if a book is not available in audio form, um, and I have to like read it with my eyes. Okay. Um, so it's going to take me like six months to read it. 
Okay. Mm. All right. Although, you know, with this, the studying that I'm doing right now, I did, I had to, I read the deep things of God in like two days. I had to read it really quickly with my eyes and um, I wish it were an audio. So any, any authors out there, get it in audio, please. All right. So when did you, have you always been a reader as well? Uh, so my family owns a Christian bookstore, like an independent Christian bookstore. Mm. It's been in our family for over 50 years. And, um, what's what's the name of it? Yeah. (laughs) Christian book and gift shop. (laughs) Nice. You know what? Say what it is. All right. Yeah. I like it. (laughs) So, uh, my, my, my family started it, you know, like I said, over 50 years ago. And I just, that was my first job. I grew up in the aisles of that. I grew up going to the convention every year. I would come home with a haul of books and CD <laughs> and I just, I loved it so, so much. It was formative for me, yeah. but um, I learned pretty early on that most of the time I am not, I don't enjoy or engage with fiction well, which is frustrating to me um, because that's what everybody loves to talk about is fiction stuff. Mm -hmm. But I'm the person who wants to read like Christian living or uh, like commentaries or what, like that's what I'm engaging with. Even with movies, I'd rather watch a documentary. You know, that's how I am. I like the truth. Um, So when all my friends were reading, what's that Francie, that redeeming love, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'd rather read Hosea. Thank you. But I'll just, I'll just <laughs> you know, not the knockoff version. Um, and so I, um, no, no offense for being reverse. Um, I, I did grow up reading, but I grew up reading very different books than most people grew up reading. I, yeah. I, I faked my way through high school English, um, writing fake book reports. All right. All right. Uh, podcast title suggestion, faking your way through English to... <laughs> To launch a best-selling or a, a best-listen podcast and best-selling book, it needs to be something like that. We need to work. Yep. We need to work. I like that. that. Right. I think it's okay. a good. I think it's good. So, right. Yeah. So confession time. Um, I don't. So this is this is confession time for the whole podcast. Um, this is the opportunity for us all to admit we all where we have cheated right okay. and oh. used and used a movie instead of the book. So. Oh. Yes. So I'm going to, so this is, I think I might have shared this before, but uh, the only time I have ever cheated on anything was in high school English class in it for an independent learning project. I, in, 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 again, English class, my favorite class in the world. I picked, I made the poorest choice of book to read for my independent learning project, it was Moby Dick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to to this day, the book that I hate the most <laughs> in all the world. I would read Twilight before I read Moby Dick. That's how bad I think this book is. <laughs> oh, man. So I gave, I tried, I tried real hard and after about 200 pages of nautical history, I gave up and I just watched the Gregory Peck movie and I wrote my report the oh. night before and I got an A. Wow. Oh, wow. Way to well, go. Gregory Peck is awesome. So, you know, I'll, I'll, I think that was, 
That's a, that's not the worst thing. Uh, wow. Okay. Aaron, I just, you just need to know that we're going to think poorly of you uh, from this point on in life. Can you just really like, think lower general. than of me? So yeah, I don't think that's possible. No. I mean, keep I've that bar low, that. everybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he is Canadian, Terry. So this is, this is how you have to treat, you got to keep him down. All right. But notice, still haven't apologized on this episode. <laughs> you ha- yeah. You haven't, apo- you haven't apologized for that. So wow. Nope. Okay. I stand by that decision. Are we still in confession time? What is going on? Sure. Fourth grade, I cheated on my, um, you know, my reading. Yeah, if you read 20 books, you get a free TCBY ice cream. Well, I got to like 10 or 12 books, and then I just wrote in the last eight. I never actually read them. And I did. Oh, I ate ate that ice cream, and it was good, or whatever it is. You you need to contact TCBY right now. And make this no, right. They got their money. I don't think, uh, I, I think it was purchased by the school. So I think it's more, I robbed public education. Um, I, I robbed the tax. I actually robbed the taxpayer. I actually, you know, that's really what it is of a $4 um, cone of whatever I had from TCBY. So there you go. I was in a rush. I wanted the yogurt. Okay. That's wow. it. Mm. I was in fourth grade. All right. I almost said sue me, but then again, (laughs) what's that terribly? You've all done some sketchy things around learning and reading. I know it's true. We are sketchy people. My English teacher did know what I was doing and she started treating it as a creative writing exercise. (laughs) Okay. I like that. Use it as an example. And read my report in front of the class. Because he's like, you've invented a whole new story here with these characters. (laughs) So you got to do fan fiction. (laughs) Fan fiction from someone who wasn't a fan. Yes. (laughs) It's the the subgenre. One time she let me choose my own book. She was like, it's clear you you are not doing it. Why don't you choose your own book? And so I chose Job. Wow. Wow. Right there. Uh, like Scarlet, it. Scarlet, do you have any confession? Oh, guys, I think my internet. Uh, <laughs> um, is that what it sounds like when I lose connection? Um, I was, I was kind of a goody two shoes. So my memory from high school is like, I think one time I used Sparks Notes, which Aaron are like the Cliff Notes of Cliff Notes, which are some weird note, Canadian note you said once, and I didn't know what you Cole's were talking notes. about. Cole's notes. Cole's I did notes. do that once, and I but I don't think I got a good grade. I think I got like a C. Mm. I made straight A's, but yeah, I I think it was I think it was George Orwell's 1984. I think that's the one I did not read. Wow! Don't read it now. I know. Yeah. I know. For real. I thought that's I what's not just the news. Yeah. <laughs> it's called the news. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I, that was just the tip of the iceberg for me, by the way. So I, yes, Cliff's notes, spark notes, whatever they are. Yeah. I've done that a couple of times. You guys should do this confessions corner every episode. Yeah, I, see, this it, is what happens. Yeah. We have, we have like a Bible expert on here. And <laughs> terribly what you do, you, you're, you're, you're bringing up all these, uh, this is like a guilt offering at this point we're having to do. So, all right. Uh, as we, Head into the week as people are listening to this. You need to confess your own to the uh, uh, the Lord of Podcasts. So there you go. That's right. Share it with us on uh, by tagging us on on, so Instagram, on Instagram and, and on yes. Twitter. 
Yes. Go ahead and share your sin confessions on the gram this week. Tag mm. malcontents. Get it out. We will yeah. be sure to forward it to Tana Lee and all will be well. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Oh, man. All right, totally. Tell us, so if, if for someone who's going to be buying the book right now, which this, you should be doing, people, um, how, like, what's the best way to read the book? G- give us, give them a kind of a guide. Yep. It's super easy. Um, so at the beginning, there's a page called How to Use This Book. Oh, and, man. Uh, I love it. All no, right. So I'm sorry. We thought of everything. Um, no, but it's a, it's a, I'll tell you, it's a big, hefty book because um, it's, 750-ish pages. It's basically wow. 365 days of the year, uh, two pages per day. So you open it up to, to day one, and it'll say like Genesis 1 through 3 at the top. So then you go and you read Genesis 1 through 3 in your Bible, and then you look back over to the Bible recap book, and it tells you what you just read. And end each day's um, episode with what we call the God shot Um and that is your picture of, of God that day, your picture of God and his character, what he loves, what he hates, what motivates him to do what he does. And so um, we're telling people as you're reading the Bible, look for God and his character. Like I said, don't look for your to-do list. Don't look for your application point. Um, look for who God is. And so that's how I end each of the days in the Bible recap. I tell you my God shot and point to God's character. So, um, yeah, so you just make your way through it day by day and uh you know it, you can start anytime the book comes out on election day which if there's any day we need to start to, to focus on who the lord is i think it's um, perfect the third uh, perfect so, release date yeah so we are i think um, that's a great day to start a one-year bible reading plan absolutely, absolutely. that's an interesting way of you know, I kind of put some shade on everything. I like that. You know, that's just saying, hey, guys, I know you think this is a big day. You can make it a better day. Here you go. Yeah. No matter what happens on that day, we're going to need yeah. to go forward. So, um, so yeah, it, it start November 3rd or start today and listen yeah. to the podcast. And then when the book comes out, start with the book. Yeah. Man, I really like this. I've done, uh, I think, I've, and and I was convicted years ago. I realized I have not, I had not read through all of the Bible, like just through done one of the year readings. And uh, um, even though at that point I'd been a Christian for like 20 years or 18 or something like that, but that's probably how a lot of Christians are. They have not read the entire Bible, especially read it through. I know it's not exactly intended to be that way, but I remember going through it both times and realizing this is why I love your book and I love the idea of what this is because I find myself doing what we talked about earlier, which is checking it off. Okay. I've gotten through this part of, uh, of numbers and, and, uh, and second chronicles. And, and like at the end of the day, it's not really, I'm not really absorbing it the way I probably could. And so having something like this really kind of, okay, it's summed up, make sure we're not missing anything big here. Um, because yeah, you kind of get into a routine and sometimes a routine is not absorbing the information. That's what's, that's the, that's the trick of it all. And what I found is, you know, we have a lot of people who come to us as this is on, on my bucket list. I want to check off that I've read the whole Bible. And by the time they finish the year, their whole perspective on how and why to read the Bible has changed. It is no longer a checklist. It's not like done. Now I can move on. Now I can start training for Everest or whatever. It's like, it's, it's in my bones now. Like I'm, I'm 
So they're in year two with us and they're already planning for year three. We have people who like pastors who are doing it this year who are, are like, I'm going to take my whole church to this next year. Um, and you know, when you were talking about, you were saying you, you know, had been a Christian for so long and hadn't really read the whole Bible all the way through. That was my story. I was in full-time ministry. I was a musician and a speaker and a writer and had never read the whole Bible all the way through. And a pastor friend asked me, have you ever read it? Have you ever done that? I was like, I'm sure I've pieced it together over the years, piecemeal. And he's like, do it. Start tomorrow. Let your eyes fall on every word, even the genealogies. Don't skip anything. Read it. And so I started, it was like August something and read chronologically because we're story people. We want to know the way the story flows. So instead of front to back, reading it in the order that the story happened, engaged my heart in a way it didn't otherwise. Um, oh yeah, still don't love Ezekiel. It's the only book I like less. <laughs> yeah. but, um, you know, <laughs> see Ezekiel's right. my jam. So I mean, <laughs> of, course, of course it is. All right, because it's weird and it's great. Um, <laughs> I asked the Lord to not let me live, live anywhere near Him in the kingdom. Like, <laughs> yeah. like please. Wait, me or Ezekiel? <laughs> yeah, I mean. Either way, it's fair. Yeah. But yeah. you'll be on the Canadian side of the kingdom, right? So it won't even. That's right. On the other side of the river of maple syrup. Yes. <laughs> yep. I was just going to say, I was just, I'm working on a Bible study too, Terry. And mm -hmm. I was just writing about, because um, I'm writing about anxiety and just looking at anxiety or looking at fighting anxiety with God's word. And I was just sharing a testimony in there about how I used to, and I'm sure probably all churched kids had this experience with the Bible where I used to look at it as this is the thing that good Christians do. I better do this. And when it changed from being that to being, oh, this is, Jesus is alive in this book. Jesus is the word. I get to experience him. It's a gift. It's not a, oh, I better finish this in this time frame. Um, you know, that changed everything for me. So I love that you're doing this and I love that you're making it um, accessible and, you know, less overwhelming for people. And um, because it is overwhelming and I, I put in there, I have this friend, we actually still joke about it. It's one of these friends I moved away from. So we only touch base every few years, but every few years it's like, so how's Leviticus going for you? Because when we were like 20, we were like, we are going to do this in three months. We are going to do it. And of course, somewhere around like Leviticus, Deuteronomy, some, you know, we never, we didn't, we did not finish doing that plan that we were doing together. Um, but yeah, anyway, grateful for you and your ministry. Oh, thanks. I'm excited for your Bible study. That's going to serve so many people. I'm excited too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, y'all making me feel bad by being the last Dave's, one to last one Dave's to publish. Publishing tell all isn't coming out for 20 more years. So yeah, that's okay. More or less. You know, one of the fun things that I got to do back in 2009, my pastor at the time, he made, he made a challenge to me. He said, stop reading anything, stop reading theology books, stop re listening to podcasts, and just read your Bible until you've read the whole thing. I think I did the whole thing in like, a f like four months. That was a turning point for me too when I stopped timing myself. Mm -hmm. Not that I think it's great to have like a year plan, but, mm -hmm. um, but I would keep getting behind and then I would quit <laughs> over and yeah. over until I just said, I'm going to slow, I'm going to work my way through this and pause where anyway. Yeah. yeah. 
And the cool thing about your book is that, you know, you can, you can do it in a year and it's great and you should set that goal. But if you get behind, it's easy to open, you know, easier than some kind of digital format where you're like, where was I? And oh no, I'm just going to give up, you know, put a bookmark in it. Well, day one, day two, day three, not January one, January two, January awesome. two. So you, any day can be day one. Every, in fact, every day is day one for someone with our plan. Mm -hmm. At least starting mm -hmm. every single day. And whenever they fall behind, this is, I love this so much. We hear this all the time. People will say like, I'm behind, but here's where I am. And here's why that was exactly where I needed to mm -hmm. be. <laughs> that's I'm cool thinking, interesting god sovereignty how that plays out huh because you thought you were behind you were right on time every day that you're in <laughs> you're right on time yeah so so yeah it's 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 on time for everyone what was one of the the books of the bible that so we know that you didn't love ezekiel more out of it <laughs> but what was one that you were like wow this one opened up a lot, like just opened up in a way that you didn't expect. Um, I'll tell you one of the things that I, that shocked me the most in reading whenever I was like reading the reason I was, I became drawn to a book is not a good reason probably. <laughs> um, uh -huh. And um, it was when I read about Apollos, like I had, I just got like, a big crush on Apollos. And so I just wanted to dwell in the books where Apollos, I'm like, I'm single. I'm like, where is he? I want to be in the kingdom. And so that was, I'm really driven to like Acts and First Corinthians and like, I mean, pa Apollos, I think Apollos wrote Hebrews. So I was like, this is where I'm, I'm finally getting to this. Hebrews, I, I was like, I'm going to dwell in the bones of this book. I love I love Hebrews now all the more. And I loved Hebrews before. So I was like, Jesus is better than everything, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, when I became convinced that Apollos wrote it, you know, a lot of people say Paul, a lot of other theories. I think it was Apollos. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I, I think he might have, I think he might have uh, been an Enneagram 5. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, he, he was a very educated man, you know, and mm -hmm. so it's clear that he was studious and he was also teachable. He was like, oh, who's this Holy Spirit you're talking about? Tell me more. And he wanted to learn. He wanted to consume knowledge of who the Lord is. And I was like, Hebrews, that's that's, that's him. Yeah. Nice. I like <laughs> that. I like that. I mean, I'm definitely not in the Paul camp of Paul wrote Hebrews. Um, I'm 100% not there. I want to know who you do think. Tell me. Aaron, is this going to be your first question when you get to heaven? Yes, it's going to be one of them. <laughs> but like, um, just, this has been irking me, <laughs> my Canadian me. It's like, can you just point me to? Can you point me to whoever actually wrote this, please? Just because I want to give him a high five, um, the highest <laughs> of fives, in fact, because Hebrews is like is one of my favorite books, and is the book that actually made me really love Leviticus, um, because I mean, if you think about it, I mean, in a lot of ways. Hebrews is a commentary on on the law and and especially on Leviticus and Deuteronomy um, because it's making all of those things make sense and say here's why Jesus how Jesus fulfilled all of this um, I'm getting into work mode now which is also fun. yeah so because like, um, this is what I talk podcast, about is my man. job wrong podcast <laughs> I know I know I did that with that one yesterday but I I can be I could be convinced by Luke 
I will say I have not done a ton of research, but there's some stuff that feel that that just intuitively feels right. Yeah. There. But I could be persuaded as long like by a good case on just about anybody. Now, who, who which book do you like better? Ezekiel or Hebrews? They're so different from one another. So it's it's apples and oranges. One is science fiction and the other is except being truthful. So so not <laughs> yeah. a heretic. Um yeah, science faction. Yes, yes, thank you. Science faction. That's something else. I don't know what that is. I like that. I like science it. faction. Science yeah. faction. Science, it's science factual. <laughs> it's science factual. Um, but um, <laughs> I will say I've had more entertaining conversations about Ezekiel than I have about Hebrews. Because, um, except for this one, this one's a lot of fun. You, you know, the UFOs, demons conversation, do you have that a lot? Randy? I had that. Okay. I had that when I was a brand new Christian, um, <laughs> a relatively brand new Christian about 10 years ago in, in the middle of the religion section at the, at the, the local big box bookstore in London, Ontario called chapters, which is basically Barnes and Noble. Um, and it was one of the dudes working there who just started talking about how this was all like aliens and UFOs and stuff. And I'm like, oh, this is very interesting. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> like, it I got to get to the bottom of the nephil Nephilim today. Yes, yes. Right? It just shows so. that the Lord can reach whomever, however, especially with this science faction. Science faction. Science faction. <laughs> 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 yep. <laughs> so, Who would win so. a wrestling match between uh, Luke and Ezekiel? Oh, now we're getting somewhere here. Um, <laughs> like, like, like wrestling or MMA? Like, is there going to be like a lot? Oh, of I mean, like, Ezekiel's going to win that fight no matter what because he fights dirty chickens. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, this is what you got to remember if you're if you're putting one of the apostle, uh, an apostle, or. Um, or one of their ministry partners up in in a fisticuffs type battle. The prophets are going to take it every time because those guys were mean. <laughs> I mean, and what he lived through, just some of the stuff that he, whew, I mean, yep. he walked around in stocks for like a long time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. And later you're like, he's still in the stocks? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's laying on his side. Yeah. For like weeks this yep. is not no he's cooking his food over things that ought not be cooked over <laughs> yeah that's a serious dude right there yeah yeah oh, you're, probably, you're probably right see my, my problem is my, my introduction to ezekiel was not even a real ezekiel quote right it's pulp fiction right isn't it isn't that the quote he isn't that the verse he uses oh man i, I think it's remember. ezekiel sorry i know terribly i i hope you have not been excited. see aaron and i are sinners we know these things uh <laughs> You got you. <laughs> I think the verse. What is the verse? Uh, I don't remember what the verse is. It's when Samuel L. Jackson is a is Ezekiel twenty five seventeen. Thank you. Uh, he, it's a he's he's basically a, about to take care of someone, you know, with a with a weapon. There you go. So and he decides <laughs> he recites that verse to them, which thus prompts people to look at all these other Old Testament verses out of context. Yes. And, uh, it's, but don't uh, but don't worry. It's not the real Ezekiel twenty five seventeen either. So, right. 
Right, but it sounds really cool. Is it the message version? <laughs> no, no, it's, it's the, the Tarantino Sam version. It's the, yeah, the Samuel L. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson super rated R version. <laughs> yep. All right. Mm -hmm. So. Is he funny. Funny. Dude, I was going to come to life for us all today. Definitely. I know. Totally. I, I like I said, this was an in, this was a new tangent. We haven't gone down, down the Ezekiel route yet, and now we have just because of you. Thank you. Well done. This is this is this is probably one of my favorite episodes just because of that. <laughs> I can really you tell. Birds and Tarantino. Yeah. Oh man, so good. That's all right, Terry. That's why you're here to set us straight on these things. Yes. Yep. That's right. Oh well, guys. Uh, we're getting to close ask, to time, but yeah, we've we, got we, a couple of important questions left. So, and the most important question of all is, uh, what are we all reading right now or listening to? I'm just, you guys, I'm, I'm writing a study on the Trinity. So I am in a deep dive on the Trinity. I mean, I don't know if you, did you guys talk about that study that just came out where um, a third of evangelicals don't believe that Jesus was God and two thirds of evangelicals believe that God created Jesus. We have not talked about that, but that one hurts my heart a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So um, uh, for even before that study came out, I had been working on the study about the Trinity to sort of put it in layman's terms, like I do with, with the podcast. And so I'm just reading, like I just finished Gentle and Lowly by Dane, or Dane Ortland, The Forgotten God by Francis Chan, the Forgotten Trinity, James R. White, and then The Deep Things of God. Um, those are uh, sort of in my in my stack. There's another one in my stack right now that's an opportunity, but I can't remember what the name of it is right now. So just consuming Trinity books. There's a lot of great ones out there. I, I love that. And by the way, as uh, Jason Jones and I were interacting, uh, he kindly pointed out where your uh, uh, where your podcast is ranking right now in in the Christianity category. And so I'm cheering for you to keep talking about things like the Trinity uh, compared to some other people on that top five list. How about that? Enough said? Okay. All right. <laughs> there you go. We'll Thank you. On. Yeah. Everybody go listen to the Bible recap <laughs> podcast, please. Yes. <laughs> for the love of the Lord and the Trinity in general. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No. That's good though. All right. We're mm -hmm. excited. about when, when is the Bible study coming out? Sorry. I didn't know. Lifeway is going to release it. Um, I believe August, 2021. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's when mine comes out too. Lifeway. Yay! Yes. Oh, maybe we can like, you know, do match. I like yeah. it. Yes. Scarlet. We can we can like team this. up and celebrate that. So okay, we've got we <laughs> That is all. All right, that makes me happy. All right, well we need to have you on again when that comes to. That'll yes. be fun. Yeah. Both of you. We'll have suit Scarlet, you know, slash Charlotte, you know, we'll, uh, and by the way, are they going to put Charlotte on the cover? No. I sure hope not. No. Okay. No, they better they, not. They spelled it right on the cover. Okay. All right. No, they'll spell my name wrong before they spell uh, Scarlett's name wrong. So true. Scarlett, what do you got? Well, um, similarly, I just had to turn in my my Bible study on Monday. So for like the last five weeks, all I was reading were commentaries. That was it. So this week, I've been listening to a Nora Ephron book. <laughs> um, I remember nothing. So it's very interesting. She's, you know, it's interesting to hear how her um, career got started. And, you know, so a very light read to, um, you know, contrast with all the super studious, intense stuff I've been doing. Nice. Nice. I dig it. I dig it. Dave, what about you? 
Well, I am reading uh, A Higher Loyalty by James Comey, better known as our FBI director from a few years ago, <laughs> who was uh, publicly fired by the El Presidente. Mm -hmm. uh, um, you know, I got I, the reason I, I I'm listening to it. Um, I was watching in whatever HBO Showtime. They've got a two-part series on James Comey. Of course, they do that the few weeks leading to the election. But I, I like those political docudrama things. I think they're really interesting and i know they're probably slanted but this is just more interesting because I, I followed along pretty carefully what was going on and i don't know it's it's good i mean i i find it pretty interesting so there you go I've, i'm only like a third of the way into it so far but uh some things i did not know about so there you go, there you go. fun times all right aaron what about you well, aaron uh, well, the other day I finished um, I finished two books on the same day, which made me happy. Uh, so Anxious People by Frederick Backman and uh, Dry Bones by Craig Johnson. So a Longmire book and, um, you know, my favorite, you know, Northern European author <laughs> um, as well. Um, and of course, my copy of the finished version of Hoping for Happiness finally showed up. Yes. Um, thanks to all of the shaming that happened last week. So uh, so it's here and it's in hand. Um, and I am going to be reading uh, the latest in the Quorum and Strike series called Troubled Blood um, nice. by Robert Galbraith, also known as J.K. Rowling. Um, mm -hmm. And... Um, and then I got a copy of Jared Wilson's um, Ooh, yeah. uh, new book, Echo Island. Yeah. yeah I don't so. Hey, I, 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 I want to read that after you. I, I, I love that he's doing that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, one of the things that's cool about Jared is um, he is one of the few pastors I know who is a or pastoral writers that I know who's a good writer. Yeah, he really is. Yeah. He's excellent. I, I love pretty much everything he puts his hands on. Yeah. Yeah. So, so he, and, and he's good and he's just good people too. So, um, so, um, so my, my daughter saw it and her eyes kind of, kind of lit up a little bit. So it's, it's a race to see which one, which one of us is going to read it first. Um, she might take it, but she reads faster than I do. Is Dry Bones about Ezekiel, the book that you you just finished reading? No, it involves dinosaurs. So um, dinosaurs and crime. So oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty great. Um, so <laughs> this is part of the Walt, the the characters Walt Longmire. So um, yeah. it's a it's basically a Wyoming sheriff. It's essentially a western series taking place in the present day. Um, and so I it's and crime. I just wish it were fact. Faction. That's right. Fact, That's right. Science, need some more science faction. factual. Science faction. It's Western factual. <laughs> Western factual. <laughs> wow, I didn't know how many subgenres we could like in, invent all of all. You in know, this it's this is what we do here. The, um, so, uh, well, Tara Lee, thank you so much for coming on the show. This was so much fun. fun. This is what last. You guys are even more fun in real life. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> We're, we're a little bizarre, but you put up with us, so well done. Yes, and, thank uh, you. And again, we, we we look forward to having you back again soon. Enough, yeah, so, yeah. Know. Anytime yep. you want to come on, you're welcome. So I know thank everyone, you. everyone, everyone, go get a copy of the Bible recap. I'm so excited to go through it, and uh, it's gonna be fun. So really, yeah. it's congratulations it's on releasing it. I know that's a that's a big feat. Yeah.
think. Yeah. So listeners, uh, you know, you know, the rules do give us a glowing five-star rating and review on Apple podcasts or wherever you listen to the show, help us feel better about, about Fridays. So, uh, we will talk to you later. This is an area code podcast.